0: Knowing at which point in the course of disease progression a drug for geographic atrophy could be most effective may be key to unlocking a treatment paradigm if a drug is approved.
1: What late-breaking data presented at the 2021 AAO annual meeting could help inform retina's eventual strategy to treat GA?
0: I'm Scott Kriswanis here with Greg Notestein, and this is New Retina Radio's coverage of late-breaking papers from the 2021 AAO annual meeting.
1: We spoke with Dr. David Lally about his presentation on a post-hoc analysis of the Gather One study to learn more about how GA patients who received Zymera progressed from nascent disease to
0: more advanced disease. And we heard from Dr. Viral Sheth about the Phase IIb Altissimo study, which explored the use of GB102 for the treatment of wet AMD. Just how long might a drug administered only twice a year provide relief to wet AMD patients? Stay with us to find out.
1: Retina is racing toward finding a drug that can treat geographic atrophy. With that in mind, researchers who are investigating various candidates for GA therapy are also exploring which dynamics of disease progression may inform future therapeutic strategies.
0: At this year's AAO meeting, Dr. David Lally presented data from a post hoc analysis of the Gather One trial. His study examined nascent GA and intermediate AMD progression among those who were enrolled in the study, which is a pivotal trial exploring the safety and efficacy of captad pegol also called Zymora, for geographic atrophy.
1: And we're lucky enough to have Dr. David Lally join us today on New Retina Radio. Dr. Lally practices with New England Retina Consultants in Springfield, Massachusetts. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Well, hi, Scott and Greg. It's a pleasure to be here with you today.
0: We want to hear about the post hoc analysis, but first give us the top line details from gather one.
2: Yeah, sure. So gather one was the first pivotal phase three trial investigating Zymera for the treatment of geographic atrophy. And this was an international, it was multi-centered double mass study where they enrolled 286 patients. And these patients received either Zymera one milligram or two milligram or four milligram Uh, doses or sham injections monthly for 18 months. And Zymera met its primary efficacy endpoint of statistical significance at uh, month 12 with a reduction in the mean rate of GA growth of about 27% in the Zymera two milligram dose group compared to sham and about a 28% reduction for the Zymera four milligram dose uh, uh, treated group compared to sham. And then the 18 month results have come out as well and also show sustained reductions in GA growth rates of about 28% for the Zymera two milligram group compared to sham and about 30% for the Zymera four milligram group compared to sham. So we're seeing that the efficacy does extend at least to 18 months at this point. Um, Importantly from a safety perspective, there was no Zymera related inflammation or endophthalmitis. And there was no Zymera-related adverse events reported by investigators in the trial. The rate of CNV development was slightly higher in the Zymera-treated arms, with a 12% rate in the 2-milligram group uh, in the study eye compared to 3% in the sham-treated eyes. Uh, So that is one thing to be aware of.
1: Let's get to the post-hoc analysis. What were you looking for?
2: Yeah, so it, it starts with uh, the really the development of the classification of atrophy uh, meeting program, the CAM program, which was this group of worldwide experts that formed this program where they determined that OCT would be the optimal imaging modality to study earlier disease in AMD. And this group was able to define uh, two important recent terms that we all need to be aware of, the first being Uh, C-RORA, which is complete retinal uh, in outer retinal atrophy, which is essentially geographic atrophy on OCT. And then they also defined I-RORA, which is incomplete uh, uh, RPE in outer retinal atrophy, which is essentially nascent GA on OCT. So with these newly defined terms from the CAM program, we now have an opportunity to try and apply these terms to our clinical trials. And so in this case, we asked two questions. The first question is, can Zymera reduce progression from i to c over 18 months? And can Zymera reduce the progression from Drusen to either i or C-Rora over 18 months?
1: Following up on that, why would tracking development from i to c be so important?
2: Yeah, well, I think we would all agree that if we could, we'd like to intervene as early as possible in the treatment of our patients with AMD. And that means before we see geographic atrophy in these eyes. But in order to achieve that goal, we need to have earlier endpoints to describe the progression of these earlier stages of AMD before the development of atrophy. And having these earlier endpoints will allow us to design protocols with interventional therapies targeting this earlier stage disease for which we can understand if those therapies have a meaningful effect uh, in the treatment of the earlier stage of the disease.
1: Let's get back to the post hoc analysis. Review the structure for us.
2: Sure. So, yeah, this was a post hoc analysis where the Doheny Reading Center was able to look at all of the OCT data from the Gather One study. And they specifically focused on the OCT scans looking at areas beyond the border of the atrophy. So specifically 500 microns from the border of the atrophy. And this was an assessment done by masked graders, which means they had no understanding or knowledge of whether the patient was treated with sham or treated with a zymera. And patients were included if they were randomized into the gather one study and they received at least one dose of the study drug. And so this is uh, uh, an intent to treat analysis. It had to have at least, you know, a baseline, a gradable image, uh, as well as having follow-up images. And the readers were looking uh, for the presence of eye aurora and at least drusen at baseline, because th- that's what we were looking to see, is if there was progression from those two types of lesions. Um, any eye in the Gather One study that developed CNV during the course of this trial was excluded from this analysis, Uh, And other exclusionary criteria would have been if they had poor screening images on OCT at baseline.
1: And what did the readers find?
2: Yes, to to the most interesting stuff. So looking at the progression from I-RORA to C-RORA, or basically we're talking about going from nascent GA to GA, we found there was an approximately a 50% reduction in the rate of progression in the Zymera treated patients compared to the sham group at month 12. So, while 18% of the Aurora went to C. Aurora at this time point uh, in the Sham group, only 8% of the Aurora went to C. Aurora in the Zymera group. And this is an effect you can see very early on, even beginning at month six. And we see that the gap appears to widen between the Zymera treated group and the Sham group over time uh, through at least month 18. And then what about even earlier disease? When we look at progression from drusen to Irora or Crora, and again, we observed a consistent reduction of progression in the Zymera-treated eyes that began early at six months and persisted through 18 months. But what's really exciting is that between months 12 and month 18, there was no progression of the Zymera group at all. It stayed at 7.6%, of the Zymera treated eyes going from Drusen to either I Rora or C Rora at month 12 and month 18. And this uh, is different from what we saw in the sham group where we saw continued progression between uh, months 12 and month 18. So this is a post hoc analysis and it should be interpreted as a hypothesis generating only study, but it does raise this hypothesis whether Zymera has the potential to significantly slow down or even stop the progression of drusen to atrophy over time.
0: Obviously, that uh, lack of progression from month 12 to month 18 is very important, obviously significant. Was it significant between months 6 and 12 and months 0 and 6 also?
2: Yeah, so so at month 6, we saw that uh, 4% of the Zymera-treated arms had some evidence of drusen progressing to either Iroar or RORA compared to 16% in the sham group. So so it's going from 16% down to 4%, which is a 75% reduction at that early time point at six months. So yeah, I'd say that's significant. And the fact that afterwards at month 12, we see it completely stop uh, is even more exciting. So it may take six months until uh, this drug has the capability of stopping uh, any further progression. Uh, but again, it's a post hoc analysis. And I have to emphasize that that there are further studies that are required to better understand the effect of Zymera uh, in slowing the progression from Druzen to Irora or C. Aurora or Ciora.
0: Still post hoc or not, it's compelling data. Thanks for sharing it with us, Dr. Lally.
2: Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
0: Retina researchers have articulated the burden associated with frequent dosing schedules for wet AMD, so it comes as no surprise that pipeline candidates seek to maintain or even improve efficacy compared with current therapies while also extending the interval between treatments. But how close are we to achieving that goal for a widespread population?
1: We think we're a little bit closer, Perhaps, maybe. There there are at least some Phase 2B data worth exploring on this topic. And for that, let's bring in Dr. Veryl Sheth. Dr. Sheth shares data from the Phase 2B Altissimo Extension Study at this year's AAO annual meeting.
0: Dr. Sheth practices at University Retina in Chicago and has been on New Retina Radio a few times. Dr. Sheth, thanks for returning.
3: Scott and Greg, it's a pleasure to be back on the show with you and the New Retina Radio team. Thanks to all. All of you for having me back.
1: Absolutely. the the Phase two b Altissimo study examined the safety and efficacy of GB one zero two. Let's talk about the drug design before we get into the study itself.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. There's a couple of things to really talk about with this drug. So GB one zero two is a proprietary sustained release formulation of sunitinib. Sunitinib is interesting because. It's a TKI, pan-VEGF inhibitor. So this means it works a little differently than the current standard of care medications, which we have, which block VEGF A. So nitinib can block VEGF A, but also B, C, and D. So that's one unique thing about it. The sustained release depot formulation allows for the drug to be delivered via an intravitreal injection and allows for the drug to release over an extended period of time. So that's another kind of unique aspect of this. The phase 2B altissimo study began looking at a one milligram dose of GV-102 and a two milligram dose, uh, but later moved to examining only the one milligram dose.
0: Let's talk about the study itself. How was it designed?
3: Yeah, so the, the study looked at GV-102 uh, and it compared it to a for wet AMD therapy. So these were patients that uh, had already been previously diagnosed with wet AMD, had been treated uh, sometime within the last 18 months, and had, had at least three uh, injections of standard of care. The primary endpoint of the study was the median time until the supplemental anti-VEGF injection was needed, and the secondary endpoints included BCVA and anatomic data such as uh, central subfield thickness and, of course, safety data as well. Uh, we found that in the the median time to supplemental therapy uh, in the study was five months in the GB102 arm.
0: Now that was considered the core study. You're here to talk about the extension study. Can you tell us more about that?
3: Yeah. So this was really the focus of my podium talk, and so you know, that, like you said, was the core study that ended at one year, which was six months after the second dose of GB102 was administered. But we wanted to know what, you know, could patients continue and not need supplemental injections beyond that. So we followed them for another six months beyond that one year core study. We enrolled 58% of the patients in this core study into the extension.
0: Tell us about your findings.
3: We found that 55% of the patients were able to last 12 months without the need for another injection. So this means that they lasted the final six months of the core study, and as well as six months further into the extension study. So this translates ultimately to a 73% reduction in the treatment burden for these patients.
1: Okay, so phase 2B is complete. What's next for GB102?
3: Yeah, I think that Graybug and providers like us were encouraged by the extension study. And I think at this moment, Graybug is continuing to refine the formulation of the depot injection. And I, like you guys, look forward to hearing where things are going to go next.
1: Dr. Sheth, it's always a pleasure to have you here on New Run the Radio.
3: Thank you guys for having me back on the show. Uh, more importantly, I want to thank you guys and the team for continuing to shine a light on the work being done in this space. Thanks again. Thanks a lot.
1: That's all for this episode of New Retina Radio's coverage of late-breaking papers from the 2021 AAO Annual
0: Meeting. We'll have more coverage of late-breakers coming up, so be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast to get those episodes.